You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Time to fire up the VCR. This one's my favorite. Welcome to Analog Jones in the Tempo of Film. I'm Steve. Coming with me, the new hosts, co-hosts of Analog Jones. We've got Chris and Brad, and we're a VHS podcast that looks at the box art trailers behind the scenes. Chris, what is that stylish hat you got on there? Uh, it's my buddy's band. What is it's it? Everla- Everlasting Light. Oh, okay. That's pretty uh, good. It's metal. Oh, Excellent. is it Christian metal? I, I don't know. I can't understand it. Probably not. <laughs> Christian metal was huge here. Oh, well, in Iowa? I mean, I mean, we don't know where you're from. Well, I'm not from Iowa, so we're well, good. Yeah, that's true, <laughs> technically. <laughs> technically, I'm wrong. Um, and then, uh, Brad, uh, what, what kind of hat you wearing here? Just, you know, throwing it back to our, our Aspen Extreme episode. Our buddy Ski Matt got this for me after listening to the episode. So you say we don't get paid for this, but this is what I got for a gift. You're getting so. gifts. Yeah. You're getting swag. It gets you bought in. Yeah. You just send boxes <laughs> upon boxes of VHS to somebody. Uh, it does, yes. <laughs> well, yeah, but then you turned out to have a personality. You know, you weren't like one of these people that have been like, I really like that movie. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, quite the personality on you. You know who you are out there. It's okay. Not all of us are meant to talk on a podcast that no one listened to. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're continuing our Halloween franchise, and we've got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. Now, Chris, when's the first time you ever saw this? I didn't really remember that I watched it, but I've seen it a few times. Oh yeah, probably young was the first time I watched it. I grew up on horror movies. Yeah, so more of like a high school thing. No, I had an aunt that that my aunt, my stepmom loved horror, so I I grew up on it. I was like five years old watching Hellraiser. Ah, yeah, well, uh, yeah. So like, I don't really know when I've seen some of these, and then I'll watch it, and I'm like, I do remember the chili cook off scene. (laughs) (laughs) He ruined like two suits in that scene when I was in the commentary. It's just it's, spilling all over him. Yeah, yeah. It's like because they couldn't get the grease out and everything like that, so they had to keep getting them new jackets. That's what happens when you like when you cook up humans. That's true. Real greasy. Yeah, real fat. Uh, Brad, when's the first time you saw this? Uh, last night. Oh, oh. fresh. Nice. I like that. Those those are some fun takes. Um, uh, I first saw this. This is a late one for me. I want to think uh, like late in high school in the middle of the night. And it was on, I don't know, HBO or something like that. And it just came on. So I had no idea what to expect. Because one, I kind of didn't know there's a number two. I was like, what? This is when I found out like, you know, like there's like a roadhouse too. And it comes on TV and you're like, what? <laughs> they made a there's second a ha- one? There's a roadhouse too. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, it's something. Um, it ain't good. Oh, is that the one with the monster trucks? Uh, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember just like almost wanting to turn it off. It was so bad. Um, it probably has monster trucks in it. Um, 
<laughs> it's really bad. Uh, direct a video, I think sequel. Yeah, so I I mean this creeped me out. Chop top creeped me out, but in like the more intriguing way. Like the first film, I was creeped out because I saw it so young and it freaked me out. This one I was more like, what the fuck is this? Because <laughs> I mean, you think of the first one and then you see this and you're like, What it's like a tonal whiplash. <laughs> just goes from here to way over here uh but i loved it it really stuck with me but you know i'm more of like an army army of darkness type person i like these tonal whiplashes when they're done with a purpose like gremlins 2 uh when you're kind of like taking a jab at your first movie Hmm. and you know you can't beat it so let's go completely different the problem is a lot of the fan base doesn't get that and tend to hate it off the first reaction like this film <laughs> critics were pretty mean to this um toby toby hooper uh did not make canon happy because they did not make money uh, no didn't so. th- didn't he want to make a dark comedy and canon wanted a like full-out horror movie right yeah see there's two differences of opinion on this toby hooper in the commentary said canon didn't really they just watched the film and they're like okay you know we this was like the last film of the three film uh, contract that they had and life force had cost a lot of money and didn't make a lot and invaders from mars didn't make a lot so none of his movies for canon made a lot but um they loved them just the fan bases didn't get on top of it so this one had a budget of 4.5 million dollars and box office at 8 million considering canon was you know like bleeding money at this point because they were taking on all these huge projects that's not good You're making four million isn't enough uh it's well who knows if they even use 4.5 million dollars because toby hooper was not a money guy um even though he did produce this but he actually hired people to take care of the money (laughs) and he said usually works out well yeah yeah, uh creative people usually aren't good with money so (laughs) uh yeah so he, he didn't make it but uh you know going through the quick facts here it's directed by toby hooper written by lm kit carson I don't know who that is, but it sounds familiar name. Like I've heard someone talk about it, Um, but I'm pretty sure this might've been the guy that Toby Hooper talked about. He was like an old man who walked around with like a a typewriter underneath his arm because they were doing constant rewrites on this movie, not because they thought the script was bad or anything. They were just adding stuff like, yeah, let's do this. Let's do that. So it wasn't the historical Kit Carson that's kind of famous in Colorado. I don't, I don't. This guy's only done one movie I've known of other than this, which is Paris, Texas. Okay. It did Breathless, American Dreamer, Hurricane Street, Running on Empty, Bullfighter, QC, Perfume. Oh, I've heard of Perfume. Yeah, that's about it, though. So, yeah, um, and then distributed by Canon Films, of course. Release date, August 22nd, 1986, so 12 years after the original. And Toby Hooper was saying, he's like, they could, one, no one knew quite who to get the rights from. So when they figured out who to get the rights from, none of production houses would buy this. They didn't want to follow up on an icon like this. Um, they just didn't want to touch it. And then Canon bought it. 
And Toby Hooper's like, well, I don't want to direct it because I already did the first one, but I'll produce it and I'll pick someone to direct it. And then he put out all the signals to get a director. And basically people just kept turning it down left and right because they're like, I don't want to direct the sequel to one of the greatest horror films of all time. They were either afraid that they'd be like tight casted for the rest of their life or they'd just make a terrible movie. And they didn't want it. Well, Tommy's like, it's a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a horror movie. I'm still like, I think I mentioned last time, it's like that kind of return you got on the last one, like how you just didn't make another sequel just immediately. I guess, yeah, like we were talking in 70s Hollywood. Yeah, it's just, a different kind of ethics going on back then. And back when Hollywood lot, used to do things clean. There's a lot of movies that, that the sequel isn't even that movie, like Saw 2. It was another script somebody else brought. And they're like, fuck it. Saw's really good. We're making a sequel. Just slap saw yeah. on it. Yeah. Can we put a doll in this? All like right, Halloween good. season of the witch too. Remember it kind of like just completely veers off from the Michael Myers yeah. storyline. I mean, that was on purpose though. Cause they wanted to make it like just a different movie each time. Okay. Cause John Carpenter said Michael Myers had run its course. It was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah. I really uh, like that movie, but. Oh uh, yeah. I, guess... I mean, at, at the beginning, it was received poorly, but uh, over time, people, you know, really caught on to like, that's a really good horror film if you just take Halloween out of the title. It takes time to digest art. Mm-hmm. Well, I think when you shock the audience so much, it pisses them off. And I think that was the exact thing with this film, because now this is like a cult classic. And there are diehard fans that say this is better than the original, um, which some people find that blasphemy. Other people are like, yeah, I get it. Uh, this is actually the vision he wanted for the first one. And I'm like, well. That sounds about as legitimate as me saying Highlander 2 is better than the original Highlander. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it is. Uh, <laughs> Again, <laughs> some people find that as blasphemy. <laughs> uh, but I would say the Stark, well, at least this is a, a competent movie other than Highlander 2. You know, that was just like. Cocaine. <laughs> aliens. It's fucking aliens. It's like, yeah, but this doesn't make any sense. Shut up. Put them in space. I got hoverboards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one was, you know, like at least a vision. And then, you know, they got Tom Savini to do the uh, facts, and they look fantastic. Uh, he's having a lot of fun. And apparently, Toby Hooper just told him to go nuts. He's like, yeah, let's go for it. That's why they went nuts. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's see here. What else we got here? Um, starring Dennis Hopper as Lieutenant Boyd Lefty and Wright. And right. boy, is he awesome. You cannot watch a Dennis Hopper movie without drinking a PBR. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what, what type of beer should I not drink, though? Hold on a sec here. Dennis got some word of advice for that. What kind of beer do you like? Heineken. Heineken! Fuck that shit! Paps Blue Ribbon! <laughs> that man made Paps Blue Ribbon $10 billion off that one line. I mean, between my friends and me that from college to now, I bet we spent $20,000 on Paps Blue Ribbon entirely because of that line. So What is, what is that from? That's Blue, Blue Velvet. Velvet. Yeah. Oh, never seen Blue Velvet. Heineken, fuck that shit! <laughs> Uh, it was funny because when Brad Brad texted this, um, you know, and I as soon as I clicked on the 
the link, it all came like roaring back. And I'm like, oh my God, I totally remember yelling that in college. Blaps, fucking paps, blue ribbon, motherfucker. <laughs> just a bunch of dumb, you know, Midwest white kids yelling this for no reason, just because we saw it in a movie that our just dad repeat, you know, like This makes me intelligent because I'm repeating something I saw in a movie. Yeah, we didn't have TikTok or anything like that. We just repeated movie lines forever. Oh yeah, I give it to you guys, and we just like we would just recite Top Gun from beginning to end, just like on memory. Oh yeah, we had so many. We had Dumb and Dumber. We did that a lot. No. Big gulps, huh? Yep. <laughs> well, see ya. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I I think that's what a lot of people <laughs> before TikTok and stuff did. We're just like, hey, have you seen this movie? Oh, you know these quotes? You're my friend. <laughs> It's like your online dating profile for friends. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I was looking for friends right now on an app, like findfriends.com or whatever, or whatever, I, I would just put like movie quotes in the best ones. If we matched, I think I can be friends with them. Why do you need a knife in a nuke fight? <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't want to be friends with that person? Uh, let's see here. Uh, Caroline Williams as Stretch. Uh, the DJ in this, she does a fantastic job. In fact, sometimes I think she's the one trying the hardest. Dennis Hopper is trying. He's just so damn good that it comes off like he don't give a shit. <laughs> I do have problems with Stretch, but I mean, we might get into that later. All right, good. Yeah, that's awesome. Let's see. Uh, Jim Sudo comes back as the cook. Bill Mosley as Chop Top just flying off the screen. Uh, it's really tough to overshadow um, Leatherface in a movie, but somehow Bill Mosley finds a way to do it, uh, in my opinion. Uh, we got Bill Johnson and Bill Elmore and Tom Morga as Leatherface. Uh, so they did like one guy for the close-ups, one guy did the stunts, and then one guy just played them. And I think uh, the Tom Morga guy was the one who did the dance and everything like that which I will say is the worst part of this film and kind of the best. <laughs> Cause every time he dances, I'm like, this is awful. <laughs> what? Uh, but anyway, and we got uh, Kurt Everett as grandpa. Uh, I don't think it's the same guy returning. I think this is a new actor. So I don't know. Maybe they didn't ask. I, and I don't know why, um, uh, who am I thinking of? The legend didn't come back to play Leatherface. Um, Gunnar Hansen. I have no idea why. I don't know if they didn't invite him back or they just didn't want. I I honestly didn't look it up. Maybe they just thought he's too terrifying. Maybe. I I don't think he could play it as stupid and funny as they did in this one. I mean, maybe. I mean, I honestly think he would have been funnier if he was playing it straight because everyone else was so wacky. Like, I, f- I feel like Leatherface is the problem in this film. Like, he's yeah. too, like, ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't like this version of it. Yeah. yeah. We get horny Leatherface later on. Yeah. Like, I was not expecting that. Because yeah, in, I... in, in number one, he's, like, overwhelmed and anxious. And, like, when he goes, sits down, and he's just like, I don't know what's going on. Where are all these people coming from? Like, I could see that being in this one. I know. I, I find this to be the most fun and fascinating Texas Chainsaw Massacre I also find it to be one of the worst leather faces. Figure that out. But I, 
that's just the way it was because Chop Top and the Cook are fascinating in this. I love them. Um, and I love LG. <laughs> Poor fucking guy. I love LG. Oh, man. Yeah. But I think Leatherface is the, well, I mean, Grandpa, I'm not even going to count because he's just kind of there. I think the the first Grandpa's a little bit better just because he goes, <laughs> he makes a little baby like arms because he's so happy. But uh, yeah, I think Leatherface is the worst out of the family in number two. I don't think he's the worst Leatherface, though. I, I should re, let me revision this uh, because if we did some of the movies in the future, I think some of the Leatherfaces are just the most boring things on camera. At least this one is interesting, even though I don't like him. But anyway, uh, for future, if we ever get into that, which with this group, I think it would be funny just to see Brad probably still hasn't seen some of them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm bringing everyone along the journey with me. Yeah, Yeah. I think I'm missing some. When I was looking through the titles. Yeah, to make sure which one you're watching. And I was like, oh, this one's just called two. Didn't they do like two prequels? I, I did see, Leather yeah, the face. 2022 version. I just saw that my wife and me were at the bar last Friday, last Friday night. And I saw the intro to it. And I'm like, oh, this looks really good. It's a beautifully shot film. The Netflix, the Netflix version. It. It's beautifully shot. That's the only good thing I can really say about it. Parts of it are really good. And then other parts are just very not great. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we're being nice. It's a phone grabber. Uh, no, yeah, no, gro- yeah, not, yeah. No, I don't have time for that. Uh, yeah, so I got everyone here. Um, now, I do not have the VHS, but I looked up what they are, uh, trailers on them, and they immediately came back to me because uh, this was one of these films back in the day that had the trailer for the movie on the movie. But here's the difference. The beginning of the film, you had the Texas Chainsaw Massacre trailer. Then you had the movie and then the movie's over and then they play the trailer for the movie you just watched. I'm like, I don't get that. I don't get that at all. That's been on a couple movies. Yeah. That makes no sense. mm -mm. Remember that movie you just watched? Here we go. Yep. See it again. Yeah. (laughs) You want to see a much shorter version of it? Here you go. (laughs) The cliff notes of what you just saw. Like you're taking a test later on. Like these are the important points. And like... (laughs) Little bullet points. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of the trailer, this we got through the quick facts. So here we go. Thirteen years ago, audiences across America were horrified by the savagery of a faceless killer. In the wake of this bizarre rampage. He vanished. Now, after more than a decade of silence, he has come out of hiding. (laughs) Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. The buzz is back. Directed by Toby Hooper. This beginning is, uh, this really sets the tone. These, uh, like, yeah, they're not like, hitchhikers, they're yuppies. It's like the plot engine is the OU Texas game in 1986. Mm-hmm. Everyone's heading up it. there. There's another scroll. 
That's true. We're into another movie. Every movie we have watched so far has had a scroll. Chris, you're right. I think we do need to have that in every movie. It's like, if you become president, that's like your one thing, piece of legislation yeah. you're going to pass. <laughs> I mean, anybody can become president nowadays, so I'll try. Wait, are you referring to one of the greatest of all time? 45? No, I'm not referring to anything political, okay? These emails will stop. <laughs> no, they won't. No. Oh, I know what I'm going to wear for the next, like, just America shirt. Just a giant American flag showing off my patriotism. I'm going to get a flag. Wear your uh, veteran shirts. All right. All, all my America shirts. All right. 45. <laughs> Brad, you got to have some military shirts, right? Yeah, I just don't have them, like, on display right now, so... Brad, Brad won't do it because he doesn't want to put up with the shit. <laughs> I don't know, but I could see uh, it. American flag, uh, some aviators. There you go. Just get those. He, he fought for his right. That's right. He fought yeah, for our right. rights. He fought for our rights to be idiots on podcasts. <laughs> Toby Keith writes songs about me, so you guys. <laughs> <laughs> They made specifically based on you. Uh, specifically about you. That guy, was a, that guy was a nightmare to deal with over there. Oh. His crew, his entourage was. Oh, okay. Um, I, you know what? I can't imagine anyone's band's entourage is good because none of those guys go through any sacrifice. They're just like fucking assholes who tag along. <laughs> like maybe there's like one turtle out of the group who's actually kind of nice, but the rest probably aren't. Uh, okay, so these yuppies uh, are going down and fucking shooting sides, which is crazy. But they uh, pick a fight with the wrong, uh, the wrong pickup truck, and yeah, then that they're... night on the on a bridge, by the way, that they uh, many times have had to tell people not to stop and take pictures on and everything like that. I don't think the bridge exists anymore, but I could be wrong. Uh, but yeah, then we get um, just what a scene—a leather face with. A dead body hung over him like a puppet. <laughs> They're going uh, 90 miles an hour in reverse, which is like yeah, impossible. <laughs> these guys, first off, these guys have some tremendous talent. And not only in like making that vehicle go 90 miles an hour in reverse, but also later on when they show their cave and like all the electrical work those guys do. It's like you could be an electrician. Electricians make a ton of money and you obviously know what you're doing. That could be bringing yeah. in the money. But they also like to kill people, so it kind of gets in the way. Yeah, Nine I to five is kind of tough for them. <laughs> Most serial killers have jobs. That's true, but these these aren't real serial killers. That is a point. That is very yeah. valid. <laughs> I mean, sure, Leatherface is sort of kind of based off Ed Geed, but... Uh, yeah. Dude, and... I love Rick the Prick. That is well, those fun. guys, like those guys, are like just having a hell of a time. Like, what losers are driving around? And Rick, that guy can shoot, man. He's like just yeah. bullseye and everything. And those just, glasses, just talking on their their car cell phone. <laughs> there was two track. people. The cook even had a car phone, and I'm like, what? What kind of money is this yeah, guy making? Yeah, you know how expensive those were. 1986. Your reception was about 10 feet, and this thing yeah. you got like. <laughs> You had to car. You had to call someone else with a car phone next to your car. Is the only way you could get reception. I remember when my older brother got one in the nineties. I want to say like ninety five, ninety six. They were awful. Just the most useless phones on earth. They were so heavy too. Yeah, just 
and like trying to get it off the actual brick was just like i don't know i I guess the whole point of that thing was to never use it because it was so hard to get off (laughs) even even in the the early early 2000s even you'd like soon as you left the city like city limits like reception like weren't like yeah gone I mean, it's hard enough to get reception sometimes with your cell phone in 2022 in the woods. You know what I mean? Like, I can't even imagine then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. With Chris's phone. <laughs> Moved out to the country a little bit more and I was like, well, oh, shit, should have checked signal first. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, they get there, you know, he gets his head chopped off and the car wrecks. But, you know, when you see the size of you know, Leatherface's chainsaw, which I, are there chainsaws this long? Mm-hmm. That thing had to be like six foot. Probably for like chopping down big redwoods and stuff yeah. like the professional yeah. like lumber guys use. But I was thinking Rick is such a good shot. And I'm like, Rick, if Rick, he just shoots center mass instead of shooting for the head, movie's over. That's true. Yeah. But I am pretty sure he's, you know, not a real killer. He's just an idiot who's got money like Beamer yuppies. Uh, so but I mean, Toby Hooper in the commentary says like, well, I killed uh, hippies in the first one. So I just decided to move over to yuppies because that's what was popular then in the 80s. And who doesn't want to kill a yuppie? And I just thought it was really funny. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So if we were doing uh, it today, who would you who would you sacrifice up? It's like. Um, we're not going. We're not. I'm okay. Right. Moving on. <laughs> got to be TikTokers, right? <laughs> and no matter what you say, it's going to be shitty. I mean, TikToker, Kardashians, I don't know, you know, people who, people who are on YouTube that think they're cool, <laughs> just kill them all. Yeah, you can do that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Then we get introduced to Lefty, which is just a quote after quote after quote in this. Uh, Chris has one that he already used in our text messages. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what it was, though. Speak plainly. <laughs> Saves time. Saves time. I love it when he's in here. This guy's so crazy that he chopped his own head off. Like when he's talking <laughs> about the wreck. <laughs> There's some crazy kids getting in a wreck. I love that though. Like you just see a little bit of the blood start. Yeah. And then his head just starts to like open. And then from the back, it's that comical toupee. Oh yeah. And they does this with way. his hands. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was great. I mean, that was, and, and Toby Hooper said that was like one of the most complicated shots in the movie because not only was it a stunt with a car driving, but it was a prop and mm-hmm. it's someone else's hands like driving in front of that prop, you know, when they, sh- uh, they shoot the camera from the back and then they've got a, you know, mechanism doing this and everything animatronic. And I'm like, that's how does the stunt man see? That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> Cause I would love to see how they did that. Just but, that Halloween know. costume where you got the little, the little black dots you can see through. Oh, I'm I'm pretty the sure mesh. his head was like in his gut or something like that. Yeah. So I, I don't know how they did it, but that's hats off to those guys. These stunt men are incredible. Well, yeah, and, and I also wonder because that's a real truck going in reverse, how fast they were actually shooting this at, like 10 miles an hour, and then they sped up the camera in the back or something. I don't know. It didn't look uh, sped up. Yeah, it looks I mean hats off to them, you know, when you get Tom Savini and they obviously had some really good you know, stuntmen and everything working on it because it's a fantastic shot. Even though it's goofy as fuck, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, fantastic. Uh, I loved it. I loved the beginning of this and introduced the lefties fun. Uh, and then 
you know, on the call where they get their head cut off, they're talking to, um, I just, wow. Uh, stretch. And I guess back then you couldn't hang up on someone. Or they couldn't. It doesn't mean it was other places. It's some tiny town in Texas. I, I guess they just don't have a hang up button. <laughs> wasn't invented yet. I don't get how that works, but she did record it. And then contacts, you know, finds Lefty and says, you know, you want proof. I got a tape recording of it. He basically kicks her out. Uh, but he was talking about, uh, Toby Hoover was talking about how um, Dennis Hopper got ready for that scene because he's all sweaty. And there's a backstory where he's been drinking tequila all night and he's like an alcoholic now. Because what we forget to tell you is he's the uncle, I believe, of Sally and Franklin yeah. from the I, first one. Oh, I thought he was friends of their dad so it might be uncle but not like related uncle is what i thought but no uh, well maybe that could be it uh but he's become like a hardcore alcoholic and he's been hunting them for years now and chasing down all these deaths because he knows they've moved from their original spot but he doesn't know where uh turns out that it was closer to austin i guess um i don't know if this film actually ever says it's um you know, takes place in Austin, but it kind of seems like it could be around well, there. The sheriff says something about the the football game's gonna drive or drive more people into town. So that yeah. would be Dallas then, because they played that game yeah. in Dallas. Yeah. That's oh, okay. So this must be outside of Dallas or something like that. Um, I bet they probably have something in the chick, uh, chili cookoff. That they probably show where they're at, but yeah, you're right. The bowl game. What was it? Was it the Cotton Bowl? No, they play the. It used to be called the Red River Shootout or something, but now it's the Red River. It's OU Texas every year. They play at the Texas State Fair in Dallas. No, oh, okay. Most guess, years. Good thing you know sports. And this is the same year OU actually won this game, forty-seven to twelve, and then later oh on my that year, Lord. then later <laughs> on that year, Oklahoma cheated and beat Nebraska twenty to seventeen. Oh, this all goes back to Nebraska. There we go. Well. uh, uh, Mizzou lost a heartbreaker this weekend, 17-14, and uh, I didn't watch the game. So when someone asked me about it, I'm like, yeah, it was rough. It was a rough loss. <laughs> Just going to pretend that I actually still watch that. Okay, all right, there you go. It worked, too. They didn't ask me anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't watch Mizzou football. I'm sorry, people. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, then we get the great chili cook-off uh, where we get introduced to the cook again, and he's just as fantastic. Actually, he might be better in this one than he is in the first one. They gave him more. We yeah. get his name this time. Yeah, I forgot what it was, though. Drayton Sawyer. Drayton mm -hmm. Sawyer. Yeah. And he likes meats. He lets you know that right away. Like, give me all the meat. Oh, uh, yeah. Meat. And that woman was flirting with him, right? Oh, yeah. Drayton, what's your secret? Don't skip on the meats. <laughs> I love that. That's when I remembered I seen this movie. It's like when he came out, and I was like, ah, I fucking remember that. Yeah, what if Arby's got their slogan from this? And it's like it was just kind of sitting in the backlog for a while. <laughs> I can imagine Arby's just sloshing Arby's sauce and horseradish everywhere. And don't forget the meats. <laughs> don't you skip on the meats. Yeah. Oh, he's great in this. Uh, and then the chainsaw store, which is always that's one of the most iconic parts of this that I think about. Where because I've heard the backstory where uh, Toby Hooper sent people out and he's like, Oh, are we gonna have to create a chainsaw store or something like that? And one of the 
people who found it, like the scout locators, is like, you got to see this chainsaw story. I mean, this is we might not have to do it. And he walked right in. He goes, I'm shooting right here. This is it. I'm done. Because <laughs> now he doesn't know, but he's like, I'm pretty sure that log out front was real for people really to test the chainsaws. And this was just mm-hmm. a, you know, a hometown chainsaw store, uh, which he goes, you know, they have those in Texas. And uh, but he he can't confirm that because when he was talking, he's like, that could have been someone from our set that did that. But I like to he kind of sounded like he was really hoping that that was always there. I love that when he just goes to town and the the, the store owners like back there like nothing like oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> I love how he that log up. he just shows up and lays down a wad of cash doesn't say anything no. grabs three sh- just grabs three chainsaws and goes out there and just goes wild where like, the hell did he get the holsters for the chainsaws where did he get the money it's like ten grand for three chainsaws. And that actor was from Austin. They found him in a theater and just said he was amazing. I'm like, yeah, we know. We saw. <laughs> oh, the store owner? Yeah, that's yeah. not the real store. That's just someone they found it, from a theater there in Austin. And I mean, that's where they got most of these extras. They're just people from Austin. <laughs> so, uh, and then we get one of the best. Um, like just appearances, like first appearances of a character. Uh, I think he's the most iconic one from this movie. You get chopped top. Dog's gonna hop. But how'd they, okay, so they listen to that station all the time. How did they relay what that station was doing to, in real time to their uncle? This isn't, this is analog. You know, you can't go back and stream it. You, you can't rewind it. Well, I mean, they told him to turn on the radio. Yeah, they and called him was, on his car phone. Yeah, they called him on the car phone. <laughs> Uh, which could you imagine that? Can you turn on? You got, they're playing up. But, but oh, when he turns us on the radio, he goes to the side of the road, dude. He fucking turns that whole that whole food truck sideways, like to a skidding stop. And I was like, yeah. that thing would have went flying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially if it's full of chili in the back. <laughs> Human chili everywhere. Yeah, well, probably dead bodies in the back of that thing. I mean, you got at a least foot one. In my hand chili. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah when she takes a bite out and gets a bone and goes that's just a hard peppercorn <laughs> i didn't uh, like this movie very much but god it would have been so much better with people because yeah. yeah this is a lot better than watching it i think it's a crowd pleaser type film <laughs> uh definitely uh and then you know chop top just like basically line after line it's like this is one of my favorites Especially like that last one you played. <laughs> He's so sadistic in this. It's menacing. Yeah, that dude yeah. is menacing. And it's like, who played his? Who was that role again? He's kind of That's a Bill horror Mosley. Icon. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm a fan. Uh, Thousand of a Housing Corpse is probably what he's best known for also. Uh, where he's kind of the preacher guy and uh, Devil's Reject. Mm-hmm. Well, he's just preaching, you know, conspiracy theory stuff. I mean, I'm sure he's pretty popular yeah, when it comes to certain people. I wouldn't be surprised if I heard some of these, you know, like side country music folk who are like playing Bill Mosley from uh, Devil's Rejects. <laughs> it's just the audio entry. Yeah, he's the brother, isn't he? In Devil's Rejects? Uh, I think so. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, th- there's a lot of good in Devil's Rejects. There's a uh, lot of ridiculous. Uh, I love the Devil's Rejects. Yeah. Were you a big fan of the 
um, House of a Thousand Corpses, like the I, whole. I liked it, but yeah, Devil's Rejects was that yeah, was it's it's far superior, here. but yeah. in my mind. But uh, House of a Thousand Corpses had a lot of stuff that you could see, like eh, they might have something here. Yeah, I mean Captain was... Spaulding is great character. <sighs> Yeah. Now, wasn't one of those like the on record for having the most profanities like per minute of any movie probably like, ever made? Wouldn't surprise Tootie me. fucking fruity. <laughs> Tootie fucking fruity. Well, and then like uh, going back to this film, you know, Leatherface busts out, and he's got a pretty good interest in this entrance in this one and everything like that. But then he starts humping stretch with the chainsaw, and that's yeah. I was definitely like. Mm. But this is where I don't like Stretch. Is she starts okay. repeating herself like Franklin? You know, oh, he's like okay. Sally, 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 and he's fucking annoying. And then Stretch is doing it. You're good. You good. You're good. You're good. And then she does it multiple times after this. And it's like, oh, were, okay. they, were they trying to just copy Franklin in it? They might have been. Who knows? I I mean, uh, the from the commentary, all uh, Toby Hooper was saying was he's like, well. He was trying to portray that Leatherface was really confused about his feelings because hmm. um, he doesn't really know who or what he is. Uh, he's just kind of going through life moment to moment. And that's why he was always wearing the different mask in the first one where he's pretending to be the mom at the dinner scene. And then yeah. other was ones. Franklin yeah. in this one? I actually don't know who the mask is supposed to be. But that would be pretty good if he was wearing Franklin's mask in this. Yeah, because it's the Blues Brothers setup in this one, but huh. interesting. And right before that, I remember LG's trying to like trying to get on stretch there a little bit. He's yeah, like playing it on pretty hard. She's like, "Not a chance, my man!" Like just pushes go. him out. Yeah, and then I have a question too. Of when I took a note during this section of the film, like this is Texas, right? Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes. So why should not have a gun? I mean, not everyone in Texas has a gun, but uh, I yeah, I'm sure there's point. one in the building. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, LG looks like a guy who carries a gun, like loaded in his pickup truck. I like him. He's yeah. a good character. Just spitting all over the floor. Yeah, there's a, there's a story of why he did that, because people have always asked Toby Hooper, why did you make him like, you know, spitting up those nasty loogies? And he said, well, one, the actor who played LJ was uh, in the not in the first film, but like helped create the first film and everything like that. And then transitioned to an actor from behind the camera to an actor to this. So he's like, well, you know, I wanted him to have a role. And when he tried out, he's like, oh, you'll be perfect as the LJ or uh, LG. And uh, he's like, but I got to give you specific characteristics. And one of them was to spit because he knew later in the film he'd have his face ripped off and he was afraid people wouldn't know who he was. Oh, yeah. okay. Give him that characteristic that you can identify yeah. him by. Okay. Not the tattoo that sells the LG. Well, that was the second part of it. And he gave him the, the tattoo that said his name. Okay. okay. Uh, but he was also afraid people wouldn't read. And I was like, mm, I can relate That's to fair. that. That's very fair. Yeah. It was I more missed than two that. letters. Yeah, I think it was I on his back or was it on his arm? It's no, on his arm. It's on his arm, yeah. I think I missed it in the movie. So, yeah, good thing they... Well, that's because you were, you know, too fascinated with uh, the chainsaw dick. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, give it to her. Give their face her. is like, he's getting into it. Oh, yeah. And then they beat the... Sh- Man, 
Chop Top beats the shit out of LG, and then somehow LG is still alive and gets his face ripped off later in the film and still is alive. Missing part of his stomach, his lungs are exposed. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a tough dude to kill. I mean, it's uh, that right there is a real American hero. Sorry, bro. Ding. Tell you. Yeah, I tell you what. And then when they when they leave, like maybe she should call the cops and be like, hey, go get after these guys. They have a pickup that's blue and it has an American flag tailgate and they just murdered this guy. Yeah. They threw him in the tailgate. It's like instead, no, she goes and chases after him. And then, then lefty like follows her, right? That truck yeah. is sweet though. Yeah, it's a pretty I would love sweet. to have that. I don't know how they afford that truck, by the way, but I guess they make a lot of money off Chili because they bought like a broke down theme park. They steal people. When they, uh, that's yeah, it's probably not their truck. They probably stole. If the I animals. murdered tons of people, all their possessions are now mine that they had on them. Yeah, but I mean, you'd also have to know a lot of pawn shop owners, right, to be selling that stuff, and make some money. Just, just find one shady guy that doesn't care. Yep. And then he just moves it somewhere else because he probably doesn't want to keep the evidence. But if you listen to Drayton talk, he's always talking about we're losing money because of you, dick shit, motherfuckers. <laughs> I love how some of the the insults I would nobody should repeat, but good lord, they are great, and they just come. Doesn't he call him a dog shit motherfucker a couple times, or is that Chow Top? Oh. You dog shit. Uh, and I used to, oh man, I must have got so annoying because sometimes I, when I was drunk, I'd be like, dog will hunt and no one knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> it reminds me of the movie Gummo. I don't even know what that is. Well, it's on VHS, so. All right. Oh yeah, and then we get introduced when, uh, you know, Stretch gets, falls through the hole, which is kind of comical. And then we get introduced to this yeah. ridiculous carnival. I just don't get it. And he's like, I used you. Why? Like, you could have used her while sitting inside with all your chainsaws or guns. Yeah. I'm sure you have those. Like, why do you have to risk her just getting cut up to find them? I can tell you why. Bubba's got a girlfriend. Bubba's got a girlfriend. <laughs> he gives, gives her the, the skeleton hand. He's like, take my strong hand. <laughs> Oh, he's even creepy too. Chop Top when he's like, Bubba's got a girlfriend. Like, he's just, he's just creepy. Yeah. Uh, and then scraping his head. Oh, this is I, something Toby Hooper said that like I had no idea. And uh, now that I've watched it, I don't think I can see the same. But he was sitting there, you know, uh, heating up the, the coat yeah. hanger and scraping off a piece of that, uh, you know, the, the skin on the his skin. Plate. Yeah. The. The like rash and whatever. And you dented my plate. And when he was eating it, it was like euphoric. It was a sexual thing. He was getting off every time he ate some of it. And I was like, oh, oh, I'm going to see that scene totally different now. <laughs> okay. That's another level of grossness to that scene. I know. I just thought he just was fucking weird and eating his own scabs. But now he's getting off doing it. Fuck, Toby. You're fucked up. Like the calmest sounding director ever. This some... is real funny, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right there, he's getting off. Hilarious. Well, and then they kind of redo the dinner scene. And I, I don't quite understand why they do this. Because uh, it's just Grandpa trying to kill the girl again. He's one of the best. Grandpa's the best. Uh, but he gets some better wax on her this time. Uh, but still, 
I don't quite understand it, but I don't really care because once they get into the old chainsaw fight, spectacular. I just hope this time the hammer's fake. Wait, was it real in the first one? There's no way it wasn't. Holy shit. It's 73 just buying a low-budget movie, buying fake hammers to, yeah, to hit people. No, it was probably real. That's why he didn't hit her with it. That's actually a good point. This one's probably rubber, and they don't mind you know, taking yeah. a little dent out. Oh, that's bad. I hope. Oh, I'm sure rubber mallets. Let's just pretend they existed in 1973, I mean, 74. I have some, but they would still hurt. Oh, yeah. I've, I've felt a rubber mallet They're That shit hurts. There's no mm -hmm. doubt about it. Uh, but, you know, they get the whole chainsaw fight and he stabs Leatherface through the gut. Um, kind of surprised. I mean, he really wanted to end the whole series with this because he kills everyone. Mm -hmm. Kills Leatherface. I love that his... cook. Yeah. He, he finds uh, the hitchhiker's satchel. Mm -hmm. That's when I was like, yeah. I thought Chop Top was hitchhiker. But then he finds his pouch and he digs through and pulls out the grenade. Was it at this point where Dennis Hopper encounters his old uh, nephew, like mm -hmm. in the wheelchair oh, yeah, with his like, yeah. skull kind of half mm -hmm. chopped in half and stuff? Yeah, we and... skipped that. He's like, I'm going to take it down. <laughs> Just starts cutting oh, the yeah. support beam. I'm bringing it all down to hell. Yeah, he kicks open that wall and all the entrails come out. When I think the hitchhiker was actually at the dinner table, that's why the satchel had the grenade in it. So Franklin was there. He pulled him under with them. Yeah. And I, you know what? The more I think about it, you might be right that that's Franklin's face. That's what I'm thinking. Because uh, that would be pretty fucked up because it was just a skeleton of Franklin, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they probably just ripped the face off and let it deteriorate. I've always wondered, like, with these bones, they, I guess they just throw them above the wall. You know, like they throw them behind the wall and just let them deteriorate. Or they make nice little art pieces with they them. They do make art pieces. The, you know what? So, the, Brad, you were right. You were saying they're great electricians. Chris also brings up the point that they're probably artists. These are some talented uh, psychos. They could work on engines, too. They could trick out a freaking pickup truck to go 90 miles an hour in reverse. I mean... Dudes are like genius level engineering intellect here. <laughs> it wasn't like today they'd be like tech entrepreneurs, probably like you but, know. I mean, what else are they doing? They're just they killing people, cooking. They got plenty of time to learn new skills. They have some startup going right now, like yeah, and they got an award winning business too with the cooks uh, chili, where you don't skip on the mates. <laughs> I mean, but still, the cook pulls out the, after getting you know nailed in the. The nutsack with a chainsaw. <laughs> I took care of my hemis. <laughs> and then he's just like, well, it's over. Blows, you know, lefty uh, Leatherface and him up with that uh, grenade. I didn't... The biggest grenade I've ever seen. Yeah, that was a huge explosion. <laughs> the lefty's probably the most incompetent Texas Ranger in history of Texas Rangers. I mean, he goes in with no backup. No he gun. has no gun. <laughs> He's got three chainsaws. That's all you need. Chuck Norris would be very disappointed. Well, Chuck Norris would have kicked the chainsaw through, you know, Leatherface like 12 feet away. <laughs> That's actually not a fair fight. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then we get um, Chop Top is chasing, uh, you know, Stretch away and cutting her up from the back, just like the Hitchhiker did in the first one. So he's definitely repeating a lot of the same beats in this one, uh, except at the end when she runs into the grandma and they have their little fight. I, 
I don't quite know what they're trying to say here. Are they trying to say because Stretch kills Chop Top, then takes the chainsaw, and she's going to be the next? I don't know, but I love that. And she just starts doing the dance. Yeah, that would have been interesting to uh, explore. Because I don't think I've seen three. I've seen Next Generation. Is that three or four? Oh, Next Generation's four. Yeah, I don't remember three at all. So I'm like, ooh. No one remembers three. It's one of the most boring ones. So come oh, back next right. week when we do number three. <laughs> right. <laughs> so when it's when New Line took it over and they were trying to buy up all their franchises. I I love I love New Line, but they just there's a lot of movies I love that are on New Line. So. Yeah, I mean The Mask and The Dumb and Dumber. There's so many, but uh, that was definitely one. Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three, where you're like, I don't think you know what you're doing with this, but that's fine. It's got some interesting stuff in it, so we'll have something to talk about. Uh, yeah, so she escapes. We end it abruptly, just like they did with the first one, which I liked. And then uh, there you go. So uh, any more to say about this, Brad and Chris? Set designs are nightmare fuel. <laughs> it was missing a clown in there somewhere. Though. Well, I mean, yeah, you can't like that's be unfair. <laughs> Just a dead clown. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be unfair. <laughs> you can't just put clowns in movies. You gotta warn us. <laughs> you gotta put it in the title or something. I gotta know what I'm getting into. <laughs> Give a trigger warning for it. <laughs> That's what that movie, like Poltergeist, is a movie where they do that, where it's like all scary. You know, it's 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 a good movie, scary as hell. Then all of a sudden, they just drop a clown in there, and it's like, oh, you just did that. Oh. And that clown is fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> that one's no joke. All right, uh, I, I guess we're ready to go on to the recommendations. Uh, Brad, I think I chose you first. So, Chris, do you recommend Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2? I would have said no, but then talking about it made me realize it's it's fun not by yourself at noon. Like, yeah. Well, I, I'm sure watching it with other people, is, it's a blast. So, yeah, I'd recommend it. Just watch it with other people. So your girlfriend didn't watch this one with you? Yeah, nah, she was at work. She didn't watch Texas Chainsaw, though. She liked it. Never seen it before. Oh, okay. That's good. She just thought it was good. Brad, how about you? Do you recommend it? Yeah, I, didn't, I, I watched it last night, and I did not enjoy it. Like, uh-huh. just in the solitude of my the void down here. But, uh, yeah, like, just like Chris said, talking about it. Like, when you're with friends watching this movie at a party or something like that, I think it's really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's I It's so crazy. It. Yeah, the lines aren't as funny when you're just sitting there with your, yeah. like, petting your dog taking notes but like talking about them i'm like oh yeah that is fucking hilarious actually (laughs) yeah i love it uh i i really liked it by myself but it got much better with people uh and then talking to people about it uh you kind of get what toby hooper is going for which is a tonal whiplash chaos it's everything you know he just went all out because he really thought this would be the last one and People would come and see it and kind of understand what he was going for. They didn't. They barely saw it. It became incredibly popular, though, in home video. And uh, that's that's kind of what happens with these. And then uh, I think Canon, you know, they ended up folding. And then somehow New Line got the uh, rights for this. And I think that came out somewhere in the early 90s. So, yep. That's what we'll move on to next is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, actually, I think it's called Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. 
that's that's what I was looking up when I was looking up the titles. Mm -hmm. like, some of these aren't in order. Yep. And well, and then it gets more confusing because later on in this franchise, I think they call one of the movies Leatherface. Yeah, there's another. There's two of them. Yeah, there was two Texas Chainsaw Massacre twos. It's, like, is there a difference? Fucking yeah. I mean this this franchise just is wacky. Uh, I mean, I don't think it ever gets anywhere near as close as the first one in any of these. Uh, some of them have some interesting ideas, but you know, we'll talk about the first four. Uh, so let's go on to the museum. This is the second time I've had to reclaim my property from you. That belongs in a museum. So do you. This is the part of the show where we go out in the film jungle like Indy and bring something back to our Texas Chainsaw Massacre wing of the museum. Last week, we had some good entries. Uh, so I'm going to go first. Uh, I'm just going to steal Chop Top. Sorry, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, I just want that. That crazy son of a bitch. Dog will hunt. Uh, love him. Bubba's got scratching a girlfriend. Bubba's got a girlfriend. I was going to go with the scratch in his head. That, I love that. Just yeah. a little lighter. And then he's like. Gross. Uh, Chris, go ahead and go. Uh, I'll go with the trophy. I, I did just for some reason, I thought it kept overflowing with chili. <laughs> like just as he's sitting there talking, it's just like spewing out the top the whole time. And I was like, the chili is people. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I gotta, yeah. Go ahead, I gotta man. go with, I gotta go with when they're down in the, in the, in the bowels of the, the amusement park where it's like Dennis Hopper, like, it's the devil's playground. I'm bringing it all down, down to hell. <laughs> There's some good quotes in, in movies that are crazy like this. Yeah. Like a lot of metal bands will do like movie quotes right before the breakdown. Yeah. It's... There's a lot of like crazy movies like this just have one liners everywhere. Yeah. I feel like metal bands and punk bands like make, yeah, do such a good job with audios, uh, audio mm -hmm. clips for movies. They're just yeah. awesome. That'll end it this week. Uh, so what did we watch? Uh, I'm trying to think. I actually had some. Oh, I watched Andor. Uh, the first three episodes. And I really enjoy it. Uh, if you like Rogue One, uh, you'll like the visuals on it. And kind of the like, darker, more serious tone of Star Wars. Where he's kind of becoming a, a rebel hero in a way. But it's it's not like uh, he was going out of his way for this. Who? Who's it about? It's uh Andor, the As... uh, the character from Rogue One. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so you know, you get to see him beginning, um, how he ha he's adopted and the accident that happened at the beginning of his life, why he got adopted. Uh, basically, it's just like I'm trying to make money to get my family or try to get off this planet, and then uh, shit goes wild, shit goes sideways. Okay. Okay, yeah, don't spoil that. I'm not. I'm not watching that until it's all out. Because yeah, uh, I'm not a friend of mine. I have a friend here in Omaha that I've spoiled like the last couple Star Wars series. Where I'm like texting him, like, "Do you see Baby Yoda with Luke Skywalker?" He's like, "Hey, motherfucker, I'm waiting until they're all done." It's like, "Thanks for spoiling it for me." And it's like, "Okay, so I'm not going to give myself that chance this time." Yeah, so I'm going to watch all of it and just text you. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> oh yeah, it does suck when people spoil stuff, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, uh, you're not playing as dangerous game because you don't have Facebook or, you know, any type of social media. So you've got a shot, but it, it's still dangerous. 
because uh, it's it's Star Wars and people like to chat. They're already bitching about it. I they bitch. Well, that's fine. I mean, Star, fucking Star Wars fans are gonna bitch about yeah. everything. It's just like, fuck. I love Star Wars. It's garbage at the same time, but <laughs> I watch everything oh. and I eat it up. Yeah, see, th- this is this is like a little bit more of adult Star Wars that they're trying here with some pretty accomplished actors uh, doing some meaty roles. Uh, I- I've liked it so far. I-, I like, you know, every once in a while, you need, you know, like I didn't, uh, Book of Boba Fett was, had its moments that are really good. And then it's got its other moments where you're like. It's dog water. <sighs> we're just like, Ugh. Yeah, it's just like some of it's really bad, and then some of it. But but what's mostly good about the book of Boba Fett is the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted more Mandalorian. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of like Mandalorian season two point five, really. Yeah, it gets like the last couple episodes, and they're like, and they dedicate an entire episode to the Mandalorian in the book of Boba Fett. That's yeah, and the the beginning is one like one of the coolest parts of the book of Boba Fett when he goes into the. Like the slaughterhouse. Yeah. I, yeah, that's one of the coolest scenes in the entire thing. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. I mean, Book of Boba Fett probably could, if you would have actually just concentrated on him, uh, on Boba Fett, you probably could have done it in three episodes, maybe four. Uh, there's a lot of shit in there you could have just taken out. I mean, it's only like, what, six episodes? It's six episodes, but it shouldn't even have been six episodes because no. one and a half is Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, hmm. Uh, and then I love how they tie him in. They're like, hey, Mando, you want to help me? Cool. Let's go kill some people. Some stuff. Uh, but at least that, that last episode was good. Anyway, uh, you guys got anything? Oh, what I watched. I watched uh, the, like other documentaries like The Way Down, which is a good documentary. Oh, what's that uh, one about? It's about the, the Revenant Church. They're like an anorexia church. What? Yeah. And then, but nerdy wise, I watched Sandman. That was really good. I liked it. Uh, Sandman, what is that? That sounds. The Neil Gaiman. Oh. Novel on Netflix. Last episode's fucking weird, but it's like an add on apparently because I'm so far behind on shit. Yeah. But I watched all of it back to back, which is good. Mm-hmm. First 10 episodes are great. And then that last one, you're like, what the fuck? But it's really good too. All right, Brad, how about you? Um, besides the other things I've been watching, um, there's this show on Netflix called Love Deaf Robots. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. How is that? It's good. It's they're yeah. all short. Have you watched any season before this? I just watched them all at once. So yeah. I hadn't seen season one or two before season three came out. And it's they're all kind of different little anywhere from like I don't know, nine minutes to twenty minutes long and mm-hmm. very interesting. All very good, yeah. Well, and they're all totally different styles, right? Yeah, they're all yeah. kind of anthology. Some of them are really, really good. And then some are like, blah. But again, the ones I don't like, you guys might really like. Yeah, it's I mean, just... that's anthologies, though. Yeah. Whole, so I think overall, though, it's really good. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. totally different. Um, like, each each one's a different medium or something like that and different directors and everything, right? Think so? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good idea by Netflix. So I'll have to check that out and actually give them my attention. Like the farmer one's really good. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the the hotel, they they see a murder across the the way. That one's really good. Well, I hope it's better than the two episodes of the American Horror Story anthology that my uh, coworker loves to watch. If Bill's out there listening, uh, yeah, I I watched two episodes because he was making fun of it hardcore, and I had to watch him. And I'm like. 
they they kind of are repeating things I've seen in other anthologies, mostly Tales from the Crypt. And I'm like, this is just a template from the 90s. Is it a new season of American Horror Stories? It's it's not the American Horror Story. There, there's like, this is different. This is like American Horror Stories. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's like each week is a different, you know, anthology type horror story. And yeah, there's just like, things you've and maybe it's because we've seen so many anthology top films like the first one i watched i'm like i've seen this this is from like season three of tales from the crypt <laughs> and i'm like if you're gonna cheat cheat from the best but i was like hey, yeah I've, I've totally seen this and which was funny because his fiance loved it and he was like i knew i saw something like this i was like that's why i wanted you to watch it and i'm like yeah it's tales from the crypt season three i don't know what episode but i remember it uh so and then the second one was so bad, I had to fast forward through parts of it because I kind of just knew what was going to happen. And I swear to God, the exact same like twist ending it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, come on. I mean, the rest might be good. So if there's fans out there, maybe it gets better. But the two episodes I saw were pretty bad. Uh, so but I don't think they care. I mean, because that American Horror Story is like uh, like what season 11 12 like it just keeps going i think they're only like seven they're supposed to do like eight seasons total or something no they've got to be farther along than that right it's supposed to be like the layers of hell where each season no they're on season 12 already i'm not that smart <laughs> are they on 12 because i've seen them all no they're on 13 they're on season 13. you're fucking lying Season maybe 13? that was the original plan and then they just uh well made too let's much see money. maybe they just imdb fucked up because there's definitely there's no a way season. there's 13 i've seen all of them i'm totally confused because maybe there isn't there's definitely 11 because i've got actual episodes for season 11 but season 12 and season 13 on imdb have nothing oh i have season 10 that's the double features only as far as I've seen it, but mm, whatever, dude, I ain't that smart. My internet's telling me it's like at least 11 seasons. No, nope. maybe it is. Yeah. yeah New York city's 2022. Yeah. We're starting in 2011 all the way through 2022 future seasons. So yeah, we're so, 11. I mean, it's Jesus. popular. It's a very popular show. It's kind of like of walking it, dead. It just keeps going. Some of it's good. Some of it's awful. Oh yeah. I, I actually stopped watching, I think, after season four, which was like the, the freak show. Mm -hmm. Something like yeah. that. Or uh, no, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Maybe there was like one with a mental institution, too. I think yeah, I watched. I, I thought that one was terrible, but yeah. Oh, yeah. It was hard to get through. I think that's what killed it for me. I was like, I'm done with this. The killer's really cool. Yeah, like the dude just, with his face all messed up. I it can't just was so name. slow and so like, ugh. Anyway. All right, that'll end it this week. Thanks for coming on, guys. I'm just going to skip over. Right? I got both years in there. Uh-huh. The way you're laughing is like it skipped over one of you. Hmm. Or is it my abrupt fuck talking about our <laughs> <American laughs> <North> stories? <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> so remember to be kind. And one, two, and three. Rewind. rewind. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's as good as we're ever going to get it. So 